Welcome to PDPW's podcast. Here's Bill Baker. You probably heard the expression of kicking the can down the road, or maybe you even did it at an earlier age. And as we hear from Hank Wagner, a Wisconsin dairy farmer and founder of Wagner Leadership Training, his can was the can of fear, particularly his fear of when loser meets leaders. Today we're going to follow that can that I talked about last week a little bit further down the road. We're going to follow that true story of a horrifying personal failure that I had a little bit further down the road and see what happens when loser meets leaders. I had failed miserably. I had failed at a deep personal level in front of a group of people by being unwilling to just do something as simple as read the minutes back to them. I was clearly in the category of loser. And I had vowed to never again allow myself to get into a place where I would even have the remote possibility of speaking in front of people. We all have our failures, and I've realized that when we fail, when we make a mistake, we become our worst critic. We store up our mistakes and our failures, and we remind ourselves of them regularly, sometimes multiple times per day. We become a prisoner of those failures, of those mistakes. We become blind to our full potential. We are unable to see past those horrifying mistakes or failures to be able to see what's possible in our future. We are unable to see a picture of our purpose, our destiny. And I guess I would like to maybe even connect this to the electric fence. I know that I'm speaking to a largely agricultural audience, so many of you have likely touched an electric fence at some point in your lives, either by accident or a dare or challenge given to you by a friend or family member, like in my case. But after you touch that electric fence and you felt that horrifying pounding of pain go through your entire body. Did you ever willingly go back and want to touch that electric fence ever again? And I know that it's a resounding no, because that's what happens with pain, especially deep pain. We have the wisdom, the common sense, to never want to go to that place again that caused that pain, like the electric fence. And sometimes, Those things happen at a deep personal level, like in my case at this church council meeting. It was an electric fence moment that caused me to say, I'm never going to go to that place again where I want to get into that spot of speaking in front of people. So let's follow this can. And this can takes us a few years forward to March 19th, 1997. And I'm at a Holiday Inn in Stevens Point. It's the annual business conference for the professional dairy producers of Wisconsin. It's a very young organization at that time, and I'm not there because of my interest in the organization. I'm not there because I want to get involved. I'm in hiding. I'm there to learn. And PDPW 
had the amazing ability, even at that time as a young organization, to pull in awesome speakers to talk about very relevant topics. I was there to learn. And I'm sitting in the back corner of the room at a small round table, and we're right in the middle of the business meeting portion of the conference, and they're taking nominations for board members from the floor. And I'm not really paying any attention because I have zero interest. I'm in hiding. And there's a few board members moving about the room as they're taking nominations. And one of them moves back to my table. And he says to our table, how about it? Anybody at this table willing to throw their name in the hat? I looked down and thought to myself, go away. Nobody said anything. He came around to my side of the table, looked at my name tag, and said, Hank, how about you? It was like the electric fence. I could feel it coming closer. I said, no, no way, can't happen. He said, Hank, look up there at the front of the room. Look at the names on that screen. He said, we just need a couple more names so people have a choice. But look at the names on that list. Don't worry about it. You're not going to get elected anyway. And I thought to myself, he's right. All of those failures flashed past me. All of the mistakes, including the recent one of being unable to read or speak in front of people. I thought, well, obviously everybody else is aware of my mistakes and my failures. And isn't that interesting how when we think we fail and we make a mistake and we remind ourselves regularly, we think everybody else thinks or feels the same way about us. So I was sure that it couldn't possibly ever happen. So I said, okay, fine. If that's what helps us get past this boring part of the meeting and onto some learning, go ahead, put my name up there. Within a few hours, I am now a board member for the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin, an amazing and highly influential organization. And I have no idea what I'm going to do. It's like I'm inches away from that electric fence and being drawn in tighter to what I know is going to be horrifying pain, and I'm not sure how to get out of it. So I go home, and I continue to look for ways to get out of this spot that I've somehow gotten myself into. Couldn't find any, and about 30 days later, went to my first board meeting. It was held at East Central Select Sires, and a shout out to them of thanks for helping this organization, especially early on, as they not only allowed us to use facilities at times for meetings, but also allowed us to subcontract out two of their amazing, incredible employees who are still with PDPW today and have a really large impact on everything it is up until this point and everything it will be as we go into the future. Shelley Mayer and Julie Gabris. So I walk into East Central Select Sires that day and walk into that room and I'm immediately overwhelmed by this deep feeling of appreciation, thankfulness, and respect. Some of the most amazing leaders that I've ever seen were assembled in that room that day. They were the founders of PDPW. 
And I would list all of their names because they are certainly worthy of that respect and that thanks. Not only for what they did to create and to jumpstart this awesome organization, but the influence that they were having in the lives of hundreds or thousands of other people. And then I thought to myself, as my failures immediately took center stage, what am I doing here? I don't belong in this room with this group of leaders. There's no way I should be here. So I take my place, as you might expect, in the corner, and I'm quiet as possible. The only thing I'm forced to say that day is an introduction, which I barely squeaked out. I went home from that board meeting, walked in the door, and my beautiful, awesome wife says, well, honey, how'd it go today? I said, oh boy, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's no way I should be there. There's no way I should be in that room. I can't possibly add anything of value to this organization or to even one person. I'm not a quitter, but I've, I've got to quit. And she spoke something very powerful to me. And part of the reason I knew it was powerful because it was completely outside of normal for her. Normally, she would have said, well, honey, if that's what you feel, you need to follow your gut, follow your instincts, and if you feel you should quit, then that's what you should do. But she didn't. She said, well, honey, you do what you want, but if I was you, guys, if your wife or your significant other ever speaks those words to you, pay attention, because something really powerful is likely about to come out of their mouth. She said, honey, you do what you want, but if I was you, I would go back and give it your best for six months. Just do your best for six months and then reevaluate your circumstances, your situation, and if you still feel that it's the right thing to do, well then quit at that time. It's not what I wanted to hear. It's not what I expected to hear. But how could I go against that wisdom how could I look her in the eye and convince her that that wasn't the right choice? Now next week, we're going to follow this can further down the road. And you're not only going to see what happens to this can next, the horrifying experience that this can will endure at the next step down the road, but I'm also going to share with you what is likely the most important and valuable advice that I've ever received in regards to speaking to people. And I know that you don't all intentionally speak to people on a regular basis, large groups of people that is, but I know that you all speak to people every day. So you need to hear this advice on speaking to people, whether it's one person, hundreds, or thousands. I'm going to share that with you next week, but I'm also going to share and help you understand at a deeper level the connection of all of this challenge, all of this failure, destiny, purpose, legacy, how it's all connected to people. You may not be a strong introvert like me with an intense fear of public speaking, but I know that you have your failures, your mistakes, your challenges 
that you're reminding yourself of on a regular basis. We're going to follow this can to help you understand what to do with them. And I'm also going to help you understand at a much deeper level as we shift these podcasts a bit to talk about what I think is the most important and valuable thing on this planet. People. Our thanks again to Hank Wagner, Wisconsin dairy farmer and founder of Wagner Leadership Training. What you do matters. You are a huge influence and important to the people around you. Until next week, thank you for joining us on the PDPW Podcast. Brought to you by the PDPW, Dairy's professional development organization. More details at pdpw.org.